Evening Azeroth and welcome to episode 183 of the World of Goldcraft, I think. I don't know, I've forgotten, it's been too long, guys. I've almost forgotten about you. Well, I have not actually forgotten about you, I've just been... I don't know, living up to my name a little bit too much. Uh, I've fallen out of the rhythm of recording these and then it was just like, oh, am I going to do it this week or am I giving it this week? I'm sorry, I'm back. So what are we going to talk about today? Obviously, we're going to talk about Dragonfight systems. Uh, my thoughts so far, what I'm doing, what I think, what I'm hoping for in the future, uh, and how I see the profit niches, essentially. So obviously, I'm the Lazy Goldmaker, thelazygoldmaker.com, where I write about goldmaking. I also make videos on YouTube, which you might be watching or listening to this. Uh, this is on YouTube and Spotify and wherever you prefer podcasts. Um, and I'm going to be monologuing about gold making, so enjoy, sit back, have some fun. If you want to support the show, that's at patreon.com slash the lazy gold maker. So, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to say about, about Dragonflight? Crafting orders. This was the big new flagship crafting system. They are not for me. They are absolutely not the thing for me. I've made maybe 10,000, 20,000 gold, something like that from crafting orders. Uh, just doing like some public ones for, for the epic gems, this, uh, <laughs> this was not for me. I do not have time to sit in trade chat. Um, I don't have the, the time availability to make that worthwhile to me. I also don't enjoy it. Um, so yeah, I've not made gold with uh, crafting orders. Some people have made gold with crafting orders. I've seen people on my Discord make from a small amount to absolutely crazy amounts. Uh, the market was a lot more concentrated than I expected. Um, so, for instance, the only thing that was like really hard to get and really everyone wanted was, of course, the Elemental Lariat recipe. The necklaces started dropping from Primal Storms. Uh, so the first people who get that, got that recipe, they could absolutely just rake in gold, just sit in trade chat, literally just um, spam and get orders constantly for like 40,000 gold a pop, uh, probably making multiple gold caps in a day uh, if you were the first one to, to get it and you had the time to sit in, in trade chat and, uh, and just generate orders. Outside of that, none of the, the recipes are particularly hard to get, the recipes people want. Um, so for the most part, like it's fairly competitive. Like My trade chat is just a, a, an absolute spam of people posting uh, advertisements. Um, and I'm assuming it's the same on many other realms as well. Um, so, um, so yeah. Now, yeah, I have not done it. I have to live up to my name. I'm the lazy gold maker. I'm not the sit in trade chat and work hard gold maker. So, um, so yeah. I've always preferred markets where I can just do some crafting, throw it on the auction house, and then wait a day before collecting my gold. Now, that's the second part of gold, of uh, of how Dragonfly just played out the auction house. Um, well, there's not much to do on the auction house outside of stuff that is sold on the region-wide auction house. So, like, there's pretty much no gear to be crafted at all that you that's BOE. If you want to catch up gear, is like based on the Titan training matrixes, which is an optional reagent that makes the item BOP, which means the only way you can craft that is also through crafting orders. Um, so realistically, you can sell intermediate materials, you can sell consumables, you can sell enchants, stuff like that, on the region-wide auction house. Which means you're competing with the entire region. Um, what does that mean? Well, it means you you get the sale or you get undercut within like five seconds on most most items. Um, so the only way to generate sales is to actually spend time sitting on the auction house doing post scans. Like you finish, I finish a post scan with my gem crafter, and then I just need to start another post scan right away. 
because five of my gems will have sold, the other 10 will have been undercut. Um, so yeah, now, obviously this means you can get a huge sales volume. Like every time I post gems, I get five to anywhere from three to, to eight sales when I post all the rare gems. So um, the amount of sales you can generate is huge, um, like in number of sales, but it's all active gold making. There's nothing like, uh, okay, go restock crafters mark gear, throw a bunch up for 48 hours and, and wait, and come back two days later and collect a bunch of gold and then do it again. Um, that kind of, of profession-based gold making just doesn't exist in Dragonflight, which is too bad for me because that's one, been one of my, typically my favorite way. Um, to make gold, now I have to to spend time actively making gold for pretty much any worthwhile market. So it is what it is. Um, now gold making is very hard. This expansion is what I think a lot of people have have seen, and uh, this is partially due to the fact that we're all uh, anything that you can craft and then post is on the region wide auction house, which means that we're all facing like the same incredible amount of competition. Um, and then you have the knowledge system on top of that. It's very hard to navigate. How do you understand if a recipe is profitable? Well, it's gonna you can use CraftSim, the add-on, to figure out if it's profitable as your current stats. What if you had a lot more stats? What if you had a different build? Maybe it's profitable then. You don't know. Um, and even just swip, swapping profession tools can have a massive effect. Maybe you're just wearing the wrong profession tool. You have the wrong stats. Um, all of this means that this is sort of a blessing and a curse. Like. Yes, you're facing the entire region, but you're only really facing competition who have a, a similar and strong build for whatever item type you can actually craft for a profit. Um, but it can also make it very hard to to just look at your profession window and just be discouraged. Um, and, and that's also a, a very serious issue that a lot of people have seen. And then a lot of items are just not profitable, even with fairly min-maxed builds. Like um, outside of selling weapon and chance on the reset day, they're pretty much a loss the entire rest of the week, unless you can source your materials very, very cheaply. Um, so that's also interesting. And the entire thing with inspiration being the main build and just being infinite amounts of cheap quality two and then expensive quality three is actually pretty good for the game, I think, because it makes it very cheap for people to just get some enchants if they want to and get be almost optimized. Uh, but of course it makes it very <laughs> expensive to be super optimized due to how the, the math of that works out. Um, but, um, but yeah, long term, it's hard to say, like, we're not going to unlock a higher quality down the line or something. I think one issue is that quality three was just too easily obtained, um, for, for most recipes. I feel like maybe you should, they should have tried to balance it around, like making quality three literally impossible to get until like a month or two into the expansion, whereas it was available day one with inspiration builds pretty much, um, or when like three, four, four days, one week, people could craft quality three of or max quality of, of most recipes in the game actually with inspiration um so that was a little bit bad but um yeah now longer term prices are just going to go down on everything across the board right uh in shadowlands of course we could still like sell crafters mark gear and legendaries okay price, prices were going down but it was still a steady market um now everything is a region-wide market which means it's like full competition so it's gonna be tighter and tighter margins um the longer term potential is a, a little bit slower uh, i think worse um in terms of the gold making that i typically engage in with the, which is crafting professions 
Um, I think that like in a month or two, like it's gonna be really rough to find profitable markets, um, and you're gonna be fighting for for scraps of profits with a ton of other <laughs> very dedicated people actually. Um, so so that's annoying. Um, that's I don't personally enjoy that much, but uh, I think it's probably better for the game overall because um, it is cheaper for people to get although people were complaining about the weapon enchants being expensive it was mostly due to the fact that glowing titan orbs had such a low drop rate now that that's been fixed and they're not no longer as expensive then the prices are reasonable in my opinion of course i might be completely biased here because i'm sitting at almost 100 million gold so what i think is a reasonable price is <laughs> not exactly representative of the player base at large um now, one thing that's been very good this expansion in general has been uh, selling shovels, as I call it. Selling stuff that people are going to use, selling materials uh, to other crafters. And due to the fact that people are doing crafting orders, they're going to need the materials to send the order. In most cases, they're putting up the materials as well. Um, so stuff like prospecting for a limited diamond and crafting intermediate materials that even your own profession uses. Like I'm selling a lot of engineering materials to people who are buying engineering crafts, essentially. Um, selling profession tools, selling enchants to to stuff, all of that's been good. Um, so the, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of nice markets there, um, and there's still a lot of profitable things to do. Like, Kajak made a video the other day about how he's just banking knowledge because there's very hard for him to find good markets uh, outside of engineering. Was what he mentioned. Now I've have multiple markets that are profitable more than engineering i'm sure he has as well actually um some of them they aren't just aren't as spammable as engineering like i know he has a lot of tailors and the cooldown cloth is still fantastic um but it's possible he, he doesn't ha hasn't kept up to date on some of his other characters because i'm making gold with jewel crafting i'm making gold with enchanting engineering tailoring um all four of those there's multiple profitable recipes um and that you can sell in the auction house so i'm making good gold with all of them so there's definitely still profit um and there are builds you can find that are going to be making a profit but you can also make a case for just banking like for for leatherworking um for blacksmithing there's nothing much that i like to do it's just like crafting orders based i'm unlocking some crafts that i can craft for myself like i have my own blacksmith can craft my unstable frostfire belt uh, and uh, yeah, my uh, my video has stopped. Fun, fun times, fun times. And we're back with the video again. I have no idea how long that was out for. I'm not gonna re-record it. You'll just be staring at my face if you're on YouTube and think this is the the worst, least engaging video of all time. And that's life. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of gold to be made. There's definitely items to find, recipes to find the to make a profit with. But it, it's going to be very hard to evaluate just looking at um, at the um, at the profession window. So um, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, so I suggest for some professions, it's probably good to just keep your your knowledge points and wait until wait and see if there's going to be any meaningful changes in in ten point one. Um, I'm mostly investing my knowledge points because there are ways to improve uh, on my profitable markets in a lot of cases um so so there's that um now what do i hope to see in um in 10.1 now i i'll be honest i really wish that they would make um some entry-level craftable gear um 
just the return of crafters marks essentially make training matrices matrices that are craftable um they don't have to be on a huge level i think that having that as some sort of like patch catch-up can make a lot of sense maybe a similar item level to like normal or heroic raid gear it's like anywhere in the 390 to 405 range that you can just spam in every slot um i think that would be pretty good for for 10.1 from a gold making perspective i think that's something that a lot of players would want um, and then you try to you price those materials or you try to make those so they're they are they could be even higher item level maybe maybe their droppables ones are higher but you try to make the material cost so they're going to be selling for anywhere from uh five to ten thousand um at the beginning and then trending downwards to like two thousand a piece uh, which is what we saw with like crafters mark gear um in in shadowlands and what we've had for for many many patches in fact in terms of the combatant gear in bfa as well this has been a niche that's gone back all the way from legion um so, so that's what i'm hoping for uh hopefully i also think I hope they <laughs> extend the profession system. This was a marquee feature, but are we just going to keep the current trees and not get anything more? Uh, that'll be interesting to see, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't really know about that, but I'm very excited to see, <laughs> or interested to see. I hope they do something that they, it's not just like the exact same trees and we're just like almost going to be maxed out and then there's nothing new. Um, I do feel like they're going to be like very boring if we're just on the same trees and everyone's maxed out and there's no new recipes. Um, so we'll just have to see, but I'm really hoping that they add more stuff, um, whether new recipes, new nodes, uh, new subtrees. Definitely hoping they extend on professions and not just keep them in their current state and just add new primal infusions and that's it and there's nothing else um but um yeah we'll just have to uh, to see uh wait and see on that um uh, i'm overall pretty happy with dragonflight from a, like i think it's a cool system and i think most of them have shook have shaken out like how blizzard wanted it to i'm very impressed that they managed to succeed with making craftable items very powerful and not super expensive like getting okay getting your lariat crafted week one was like kind of expensive because everyone else was doing it at the same time uh but you never paid the kind of premiums people were paying for legendaries like uh, i crafted my lariat day one when the recipe was out and i paid a forty thousand gold uh fee for to the crafter uh which is not that much like if you pay bought legendaries day one on a new patch in in shadowlands you were paying probably 150 to 200k to the crafter in fee you just didn't know about it because you just bought the item um so in that sense they they made it actually um the crafting orders i think they're working pretty i think blizzard are relatively happy with how they're working out um public orders are being filled really rapidly so you can easily get your stuff crafted um there's a thriving market for selling crafting orders uh i do think maybe it's going to be a little bit annoying like long term to just always have to find people in trade and negotiate and stuff like that um so it would be good if you could make like listings so i could make just a listing i'm crafting these items and then people could send me crafting orders um based on that i think that could be a quality of life feature that a lot of people would like uh would probably drive down profits even more though because then it would be even more obvious exactly what your competition is offering so you'd have to compete with them 
Um, it could also be that that just means that whoever has the best stats is going to get absolutely all of the orders because they're the most efficient one, um, which would be be interesting. But um, that would be be good for the crafting order system. But I think Blizzard, from Blizzard's perspective, I think it's probably worked out well. Um, in terms of making people get high quality crafted gear, not too expensively, not getting scammed. Um, I think it works fairly well for that. Um, so yeah, I Dragonflight's been a hard expansion to make gold in. I've lost gold some weeks. I've made gold. I'm making gold right now. Um, gonna be very exciting to loot uh, the mailbox on Monday and see how much gold I've made. Um, not super enjoyable for me, uh, gold making wise, because most of the stuff that I've enjoyed doing just doesn't really exist in Dragonflight. There's no BOE flipping, there's no gear crafting, it's just like crafting stuff and selling into the region-wide auction house, which is fun in some ways because you get a lot of sales, but it's just like execute cancel scans, execute cancel scans. Um, so if you don't have two accounts, then good luck playing your <laughs> playing the game while you're uh, you're making gold because this is definitely the, <laughs> the most hardcore cancel scanning expansion ever. Which we already said the Shadowlands was, but this one is even worse. So <laughs> that's life. That's it for me this week, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed me being back, talking to you, at you guys about gold making. Um, we'll try to, to get into the swing of things again. And uh, if there's anything you want me to cover, talk about regarding Dragonflight, Classic, whatever. Let me know in the comments. And uh, hopefully we can, we can see if we do that next week. Bye.